You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. All right. uh, Lots of chatter in the last 24 hours about uh, the release of Brittany Griner, a WNBA basketball player who was arrested in Russia uh, for having cannabis oil. And uh, they basically threw the book at her and off she went to prison. And then magically yesterday it announces that uh, we hear announcements that she's on a plane and on her way home and was traded in a prisoner swap uh, with someone known as the Merchant of Death. Uh, many now are questioning whether this was a fair trade. Probably the second question, just as the plane with Brittany in it left the ground. Let's bring in Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science, Carleton University, and with us now. Elliot, thank you for the time. Hope you're well. Oh, same to you, Scott. So this is these are so unfortunate situations. You feel for both uh, Brittany and Paul uh, Whelan, who's the other person that is still there that that everyone is talking about at this point. Um, but almost almost as soon as we heard of Brittany being released, the question was, "Wow, we gave up this for that." I mean, how can you possibly put a value on any of this? But on the other hand, is this a fair question? And what are your thoughts on this deal? I think um, all kinds of things, but first and foremost, I'm very pleased that she's home, and yeah. she is home. And we've got video of her uh, su- successfully getting off the plane, so she is uh, back in her home state and uh, is undergoing medical examination as we speak, apparently. So let's be pleased that something good has happened, mm-hmm. and you were just playing Christmas music after all. So, the, uh, <laughs> thank you, Elliot. <laughs> you're welcome. The other thoughts are: it's always invidious uh, to say, "Well, why this one and not that one?" Yeah, uh, this clearly was an unequal exchange in more than one way. First of all, you know, she was charged with a very minor crime, indeed, but uh, convicted and sent to. Uh, it, it's clear she was a political pawn. She was arrested on bogus charges. Uh, she was sent to a, a prison when, after a while, nothing happened. She was then sent to a, a vicious penal colony just as winter is about to to hit. So the, um, the invidious comparison is between somebody who is arbitrarily arrested for no reason all whatsoever uh, uh, compared to a uh, the merchant of death, a well-known arms merchant who was uh, impl- implicated in all kinds of things, including what they finally got him on, was threatening to kill American troops by selling weapons to FARC, to the Colombian terrorist organization. That uh, that was a sting operation, and you know he got arrested. So this is clearly an unequal exchange. Somebody materially dangerous and and uh, involved in terrorism mm-hmm. uh, compared to somebody innocent who's a pawn in the whole game. Uh, any way we can bring others into this discussion, or is that impossible? You, as the president said the other day, you know, you're happy you get one out. Well, the the deal was apparently going to be for two, uh, an exchange of two for two. The uh, Paul Whelan is the other person that we hear the most about. Mm-hmm. He's, in fact, I've just discovered he's he was born in Ottawa, <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. Canada actually had he's a dual citizen. But he's considered an American hostage at this point, arbitrary detention once again. Uh, he apparently was, was set up, and he was put in jail primarily to hold as a hostage, and he is held as a hostage. He's been in a penal colony for four years. 
uh, there's a very, very dangerous criminal that uh, the Russians wanted back, somebody connected to their intelligence services, who was arrested in Germany, Scott, for murdering somebody in broad daylight, and he's put in jail for a very long sentence. Hmm. And apparently, in order to appease uh, the security services upon whom Mr. Putin relies at home, Mr. Putin was saying, well, we're not going to let anybody out unless we get this guy out. Uh, but he's actually held in a German prison. Uh, this was, goes back to last August, apparently. There was a deal under, under discussion. You know, would the Germans violate their own, <laughs> their own uh, penal code in order to let out a convicted murderer? That didn't go anywhere. So this became suddenly at this stage a, not a, not a one-for-one or a two-for, not a two-for-one or a two-for-two, but a one-for-one exchange. Hmm. That seems to be our situation. But we have to stand back. What's really going on is we have an, a regime, we, it's hard to call it a government anymore in Russia, that will behave in this fashion. The arbitrary detention, uh, remember, that's a term that we've come to know because of the two Michaels, because of China's behavior mm -hmm. in regard to the Meng Wanzhou. Canada's led a, an international movement. 67 countries have signed on to a declaration on arbitrary detention, saying this isn't how civilized countries behave. And yet we know this is how, in fact, Russia is behaving. So we have one bit of good news and some unfortunate news. That's The big news is this is how Russia operates. Mr. Putin's Russia operates, and this is the result. Why do you think this happened now? Because it seemed there was nothing about this, and then boom, she's it's the top story. Yes, apparently this has been going on. Negotiations have, in fact, been a high priority. Remember, this, uh, some of this goes back to the to the Bush uh, to the uh, Trump administration uh, when other some some of the negotiations for some of the exchanges began earlier. So it's been a constant uh, back channel operation. Uh, intriguingly, intriguingly, the UAE and Saudi Arabia were playing a role in this. Uh, but not in setting it up, just in mediating, and not in mediating, but in facilitating the transfer itself. So there's another extra dimension in all this, the UAE and now Saudi Arabia, another country that would like to get in somebody's good books and off the bad books. So maybe that is being speculated, that fist bump that uh, Mr. Biden engaged in with Saudi's uh, de facto ruler, uh, perhaps there was a reason now to play nice with the Saudis to give them um, a little breathing room because they, in turn, were being helpful in getting our hostages, and they are hostages, Western hostages, out. So what does this mean for Paul Whelan, who's still there? Does this, does this, does this say anything about his imprisonment? Yes, it does. Uh, the negotiations are still going on. What it says is there is a back channel. There's, uh, there are ways of dealing with issues despite the Ukrainian war, or in fact because of it, maybe Mr. Putin needs more victories at home. Uh, since he's not getting him on the battlefield, he'll get him through those exchanges. If we can get more of his favored people out of jail uh, where they belong in exchange for people who were, you know, innocent victims but to put in the Russian penal system. So the, the, those discussions are continuing. Uh, we aren't sure. We'll never, we're never sure until it happens how they'll come out. But the fact that Russia is quite willing to carry on conversations is, I guess, a good sign in and of itself. There was a prisoner released last April, Trevor, or somebody whose name is not generally known, but uh, there was an exchange last April. Uh, so it is possible. Uh, perhaps Paul Whelan will be uh, 
exchanged uh, in some kind of symbolic way that is important to Mr. Putin. Elliot Tepper with us, Emeritus Professor, Political Science, Carleton University, on the return of Brittany Griner and what it means, uh, especially with relations between the U.S. and Russia. Elliot, as always, thanks so much for the time. Be well. Have a great weekend. Thank you, and same to you. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.